Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Books to Gaze. My name is Alex and my pronouns are she, her. Woo! And my name is Sam and my pronouns are she, her. And we have such a special guest today. One of our very own who we love. Can you introduce yourself and give your pronouns? Hi everyone, my name is Alex. Um, my pronouns are also she, her. To Alex. And where can we find you, Alex? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at at or underscore verbosa yep mm-hmm. and uh where are you in our lgbtq plus family um i sit squarely somewhere in a bisexual range although i prefer queer but bisexual yeah i like it. another um, alex another q slash b we're really outnumbering <laughs> you today sam a quarterback a quarterback <laughs> this podcast today um we also have a nickname for our guest that i always call her and i call her stink um i still laugh at the reason we gave you that nickname and how much i cling to that can you remind me because i don't remember and you guys have reminded me several times and i still forget (laughs) um so alex loves store loves swords and the only sword that i know of is from Lord of the Rings. And if that does not say much about me, I don't know what does. And so I was like, we're going to call you Sting. That makes Perhaps. sense. And our first like video hangout, we watched The Hobbit? No, we watched the first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I wasn't watching. I was drinking. Yeah. I was, I was sitting in the corner eating Oreos. So that's fine. Sam was I went back the next night. It yeah, was yeah. actually pretty it is. I like The Hobbits, too, probably a little better, maybe. I only watched the first one. Don't shake your head at me. Yeah, they're the worst. Whatever. Anyway, we gave Alex, well, Sam gave Alex that nickname, because two Alexes can be confusing, but we also, like, differentiate by one and two as well. I'm older, so. Yeah. You know. I'm one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, what's your favorite question to ask? Um, all right, Alex slash Sting, what is giving you life this week? Um, this week, moving. I just moved into my new apartment yesterday. So that's my highlight. Really a big month. And we are nine days into it. So that's been the highlight of my month, my week. Oh, nice. heck yes. That's exciting. Do you like your new place? It is. It's really nice. It's very spacious. Um. And now I'm just kind of stuck with the, what to put in it. Like yeah. I have all this nothing to fill with. It's also challenging for me. Like I like to go shopping. So I'm like, ooh, I could put this, 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 and this. Like, ooh, um, you can have several shopping trips now. It's, this is the third one. Ooh. Today, it's been your third one today. Well, from last night till today. From last night till today, it's only been like 10 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Already shopping. Okay. Are you living your best life? Are you loving it? I am living my best life. I'm loving it. It's great. It's fantastic. Freedom is nice. Um, we can see that window, and that's a beautiful window. <laughs> Thank you. Like, <laughs> the light. It's the natural. Okay, fun fact. My apartment, none of the bedrooms have lights in them. Oh, I don't like that. That's weird. That's weird. I've never been in an apartment or a house that didn't have lights in the bedroom. But no that's lights? No, like there's lights in the bathroom, there's lights in the closet, but not 
and the ceiling. So we get, got this wonderful window to give me some natural light. I would hate that because that means there's not a fan, right? Exactly. I'm a fan. Per- I mean, there's probably somewhere you could put it in, but fans are not cheap, so. No, no, no people would vent, but it's okay. Damn. I get one post in the side and some lamps. That is, light, but... that's weird. I've never lived in an apartment with, most of them have a fan with a light or at least yeah. a light. That's interesting, Georgia. Yeah. Interesting. And I was like, wow, that's. Hmm. The more you know. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, is that a newer apartment complex? Mm, kind of. It's not super new, but it's not old either. It's like moderately like in the past, I want to say 10, 15 years. Okay, because I was dating a girl once whose apartment was like that. Like her bedroom did not have a light. And so she had lamps and stuff. But there's nothing more irritating than walking into a room and, like, trying to flip a switch and being like, where's the switch? And, oh, you have to walk all the way to the – and knock your knee and get a big bruise because you can't see. And then you just hear me say, like, oh, shit, as I'm trying to, like, pull a lamp. And then the lamp crashes and you broke the lamp. It's a lot. That's a sad story. Sounds like a one ooh, a specific incident for you. I don't know that I'll have that. <laughs> Wildly you know specific to Sam. <laughs> you don't have to that happens to you, Alex, okay? Uh-uh. I'm just going to put the lamp by the, when I come in and turn the corner where the light switch should be, a lamp. I can you say, know what? That's smart. I can say confidently that Alex and I probably will not get hit by a car when we're dating someone or drop a lamp when we're dating someone. <laughs> Or lose the wallet, or embarrass. Yeah, all this thing. I'm the worst. It's, it's the worst. It, it, you but have I live vicariously through your story, Sam. Yeah, honestly. they're very amusing. The disaster gay I aspire to be. Oh my god, that's so true. You are a disaster gay. Yeah. What is? I mean, obviously, we know what that means. I don't think I'm a disaster gay. Sam, you got hit by a car trying to kiss a girl or something. <laughs> no, I was running from kissing a girl because I was scared. Right, you were running away from kissing a girl and got ran over. You are a disaster gay. Okay, okay I would like for that not to stick. So we're gonna I'm, pause. I'm making you a shirt. No, down, it's a shirt. Disaster gay icon, Sam. Right. Look, I'm writing it down. I actually do have a sticky note of all of our shirt ideas. That is amazing. Yeah. It I read it the other day and I was I some of it I'm like what what were we talking about? I just love how every conversation I'm like Alex write it down it's a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I have like um somehow I have work doesn't matter when boobs. I don't remember that exact conversation. Bottom in the streets first in the sheets. I remember that one. This one's specifically for one of our friends. Show me your nipple piercings and maybe I'll know we're more than friends. <laughs> oh, this one's from our Lord of the Rings night. It says Fellowship of the Dysfunctional Gaze. That's our that's our other name. That's cute. Yeah. I remember that vaguely. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, I'll have Can to send those to you guys. Can we what? I want another Zoom night. Oh, I want yeah. another Zoom night. Where we just get really drunk. That was a good time. Back when quarantine was a thing. I know. We better have quarantine. 
Huh? The better half of quarantine. Yeah. That was was fun. We should try to do that again. I feel like it's been a while since like the five of us. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five of us chatted. I know. The the original days. The OG programs. Yeah. I Um, think if we started another group chat, though, people would kill us. So we just have to... Sam, don't start another group chat. <laughs> I'm in too much. Can I can't do a, a texting group chat anymore. Can I tell you, I fuck, I hate group chats on text message. Like, they are the worst. It's not my favorite. Love you guys. It's not my favorite. I'm like, oh, there's so much to keep up with. I know. And when I look at my phone and I have 157 messages in two hours, I'm just like, Jesus. Do I even want at work when I'm trying to talk and I'm talking to like members and stuff and then my phone's like you gotta mute mute the chat. I always mute the chat, but also I always look, I'm always reading it, but I just decide if I'm interested in what's being talked about. And if I am, I'll talk. But if I'm not, I'm like, nah, I'll talk later. (laughs) That's exactly what happens. Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna come back to that. But then by the time I get back to it, it's 300 messages later. And it's not my phone that's a problem because I just mute it. It's my watch. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, when you have the the Apple Watch, it makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I always we... tune in for the sex talks. That is a point. <laughs> Alex is checking her watch. Like, okay, um, they said sex. Gotta go. What's going on? <laughs> in for that to give my to to shed some light on the situation. I'm like, okay, you guys are good. Have fun. It's needed. Need other voices. My is you pop in anytime I'm having dating issues and you're like, this is what you need to do. Bah. I'm and then you're on, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure when I'm needed. You need Alex, to- you know what? I appreciate you so much for that. Just so we're clear. Like, it is my greatest moment when you pop in. I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know you're getting good advice then. Only listen to Alex. I won't Please. specify which one because it's interchangeable. Either one works. Yeah. Alex is like, cinder your boobs. <laughs> it's not wrong though. She's not wrong. Solid advice. You can never go wrong sending boobs. So true. Listen, listen. That should always be your go-to immediately. Boobs. They say, oh, I like that. They're not for you. Just keep it pushing. That's right. You. That's right. Okay. So that's what's giving you life this week. What are What's the book you're reading this week? Or recently? The last book that I finished is written in the stars. I have not started a new book yet simply because I've been packing and moving. Yeah, that's a lot, man. But I did just finish written in the stars. Okay. Are you going to be back on Bookstagram this year? I am. I do have a couple posts. Don't come for me. I was me shaming you into coming back to Bookstagram. (laughs) I looked at it the other day and I was like, wow, this has been a hot minute. But I do have some cool stuff planned. Uh, for this year i got a couple of posts lined up so once i get everything settled in my apartment i will be back on bookstagram it's gonna be great fantastic yes. but i'm ready i'm coming back soon yeah that's amazing Good. yeah people are gonna want to know where to find you so like if you're looking at alex's bookstagram right now don't be deterred that she hasn't posted in a little bit don't be deterred, people. Life happened. But I'm back. I'm coming back. It's going to be great. It was busy. You, like, changed um, jobs. I did. And... I did. I did a lot in the last 
three or four months. You got it. You got a girlfriend. I did get a girlfriend. I did. <laughs> Tell us about that. Oh my God. Okay, is she a reader? Does she like to read? She does like to read. She's a reader. She likes. Oh, that's so nice. Is she in the room? Hello. She's in the room. Hi, Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. We already love you so much, just so we're clear. That's Sam. She's an exuberant <laughs> bundle of love. She said it's okay, I'll take it all. That's Yay. Um But yeah, she's great. But that happened, so that you know, the end of twenty twenty honestly was pretty it was a high time for me. A lot of good things happened. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I feel like we we Somebody need to yeah yeah it was well deserved after such a weird weird year to like have some good stuff yep yeah, like, sure. just dive and then it was like okay we're turning back around i'm like i'll take it it's cool yeah that that you can take so what you haven't read super recently but what are some of your all-time favorite gay books i'm gonna say for 2020 my all-time favorite gay books that i read was something to talk about Sam, thank you so much. Thank you so much because you so hard, and I finally read it. Because I'm not really a huge romance fan. Like at the time, I wasn't really big into romances. But I was like, oh, she keeps talking about it. She keeps talking about it. I'll read it. The greatest thing I have read in 2020. So good. Um, wow. Meryl, do you hear that? Hear that? Meryl has a new book coming out this year too. I'm so excited for it. And I bet it's going to be sexier. Because the slow burn killed me. I'm not gonna lie, it killed oh. me. I was like, please just kiss already. Please. It was rough. I at least kiss. Please, it's so many times, just just kiss already. But um, something to talk about. Written in the stars is actually pretty good. I just finished it. I really enjoyed that one. Um, I read Upside Down by N.R. Walker. I believe that's the author. That was really good. It's Ace Representation, which is fantastic. I highly recommend that book. If you I've seen that again really wholesome very good book loved it mm, i love wholesome thank you like it has bits of like oh no but like from start to finish it's just very cute and you're like oh my gosh yes and i don't personally i'm trying to get more into it but i haven't really seen ace representation done correctly so mm -mm. this was fantastic i have seen that recommended um by anna sweets and stories a lot sam knows I love it. Yeah. yeah um What's the title again? Sorry, I need to write it down. Upside down. Right. I have to put your book recommendations in the show notes. So. Yeah. Um, and Cinderella is Dead is not overly queer, like, but the main character is queer, which I think is important. I love I was that book. Cinderella. I oh, I did. I was telling you guys, I'm like, read it. It's so good. It's so cute. It's the book yeah. I needed back in, back in my youth. I love like anti fairy tale like books, and this was great and savage. Um, I loved the take on Cinderella, like the fact that because I went into it thinking like, oh, she'll be Cinderella, you know what I'm saying? But she was not Cinderella, and I right. loved the take on just all of it. I thought it was so fresh in the sense that like a lot of times fantasy retellings or you know fable retellings are just kind of like eh, like we all know how it's going to end but we really exactly you know? 
and it's very like it. fuck the patriarchy too i that um, was my favorite part of the book it was just a strong fuck you to the patriarchy i was like yes yeah Dad. yeah the cis white straight patriarchy man thing i was like yeah this is this is how I want Cinderella to be. I loved that it was like, here's the story, but like, here's the real story. And I'm like, ooh, I want this for every fairy tale. Like, yes. who cares about um, the men? Oh, oh, the Black Bane. What, what was it called? It's called the, um, these uh, the Black Bane. It's by, Ash- I don't want to mispronounce her name, but I think it's Ashia, Ash- Ashia Monet. Oh. Okay. Fantastic. It is basically um road trip road trip queers. Oh hell with, yes. With superpowers and go. Oh yes, that sounds amazing. I love road trip gay books. Um I think the only one I have is the one you recommended, Sam, from like Homosassa, the lady. Yeah, hairpin to curves. I haven't read it yet, but I do love a. Uh, I'm looking up the one you just said, Alex. Oh, it came right up. Mostly because it's not centered around relationships. It's just found family. But they're all queer. They're all somewhere. I love it. Okay, wait. The cover is... I'm trying to look up this other cover. The alternate... The anniversary edition paperback. With all the characters on it. Yes. (gasps) That looks so good. Okay, I'm ordering right now. Wow, I want this cover. Okay, Um, Alex, let's read it together and make it one of our book clubs. And then make other Alex come on and do it with us. Yes, please. Wax poetic about this book all day. I read it and was just like, this is amazing. Thank you so much for writing it. Alex, you should reread it, annotate it, and then send it around so that you can keep the annotated copy. Like, it could be your exchange book. That would be so good, Alex. I haven't seen Megan or JG post about it, so I feel like they probably haven't read it. They're the ones that read everything. Like, I look at their stuff. I'm not going to lie. I've been stressing over what book to pick them out. They've read everything. Yeah, ask about that one, but I doubt they've read it. I'm next. I have no idea what to pick. I'm like, I have no clue what is happening. I'm like, oh, you read this. It was pretty good. That I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna go to the author first and be like, hey, before you put this out, can I have it first? Yeah, for my book club. Do it, and then you can send it out. I sent one out while JG's was still out, so you and Sam could send out at the same time. That's what she said. <laughs> Although I think you both send, send to me. Oh no, Alex would send to Megan. Yes. And then Honey Girls goes to Alex. And then. No, you're before Megan. I'm... Your birthday's before Megan, right, Alex? No, my birthday's after Megan. I'm last. God damn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. It's okay. Oh. Yeah, but you you get Honey Girl first because I sent it backwards. So I was supposed to send it to Sam first, but JG was going to read it faster. So technically it would have gone to JG venue. So you get Honey Girl before Megan. Okay. But you yeah. send Black Va- the Black Veins to Megan for This is confusing. No, you send it to JG. Oh, my God. I send it to JG, and then I'm going to send the sex one 
somebody, I don't know, whoever's after JJ. I'm going to put out two because this is wholesome, but I got to get one that's all steamy. Oh, what's your steamy one? I don't know yet. When I figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I, it. I will say the steamy ones are fun because when those chapters come and I get to read everyone's notes, I'm like, hee, hee, hee. I will say I'm still really angry at JG because I was like, can you show us everyone's comments? And they were like, eh, maybe. And I was like, maybe. At least for chapter 12. Mailed it back yet. And I have everyone's comments because I'm the last one who's read it. Take a yes! few Take a few minutes. And be like, guys, look at this nonsense. Like the Wait, Megan's read it already? Oh, yeah, I okay. sent it to Megan, and then Megan sends it to Alex, and then Alex. So it's done. JG just hasn't gotten it back yet. Oh, this is so exciting. Yeah, so Alex can take the pictures. It's the comments that I'm living for. Like, you guys are hilarious. I'm like, this is funnier than the book. I know. <laughs> I want to be the last person to have one so that I can do that, too. But I'm, like, stuck in the middle of the group, so. You know, it was great. You can always tell when everyone's getting sucked into the book because you all stop writing. Everyone just stops writing. Yeah. So yeah. Just heck of just pages, and I'm like, oh, okay, no one had anything to write here. We're That's invested. so true. <laughs> I I had the same thought when we were reading. Um. Okay. So let's move into our topic of the day, which is about bisexuality, bisexual stereotypes and misconceptions, but also when you are, as a person, more masculine presenting than femme. Um. Because I feel like. We all feel like those, you might have different takes on what people say to you or what people think about you. And we've had Janae on the podcast and Christina on the podcast, who both identify as bisexual, but um, from a more femme approach. So we wanted to talk to Alex about her experiences. So Alex, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you realized you were bisexual, what that means for you, blah, blah, blah. Um, how did I live bisexual? Well, I grew up obviously straight and my mom's a pastor. So that's kind of how that went. And then, oh, my com- not my coming out story, but the moment that I was like, hmm, when I think back on it, I should have known. I was watching Tomb Raider. Hmm. And yep. the scene with Laura Croft in the water. And I was like, man, this is like my favorite movie. I just kept replaying the scene. <laughs> my mom was man, you really like this movie. Like, you just keep rewatching it. I was like, yeah, it's great. She's discovering artifacts. Now I'm like, God, you are <laughs> She was discovering artifacts. You were discovering her. Yes, that's great. Look at her out yet. That's exactly what happened. I'm like, this is just a wonderfully done movie. Just, <laughs> wonderfully done. Angelina Jolie, 10 out of 10. Just so we're clear. Yes, wonderfully done. Masterful. <laughs> um, so I had that little, little spur. So I will always have an interest in women, but in the sense of I don't know if I want to be you, if I want to be you, kind of thing. Yeah. Then I got to my senior year of high school and I had my first girlfriend. And I was like, oh no, we like it here. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was like, ooh, I still kind of like men. They kind of do it for me. They're pretty. They're pretty to look at. And so now as an adult, it's just that weird dichotomy of some days I'm just like, 
No, that's not true. It's always team women. And then there's some days I'm like, you know, men are pretty cool too. It's like that bisexual meme where it's like, I'm bisexual in that I love every single woman that ever exists and walks by me and like one very specific type of man. (laughs) It is one very specific type of man. Like it's not all, it's like, I'm sorry. No, you don't. With women, it's like, come, come all of you. We can, we can, that's what she said. (laughs) And it's like, unless you're like, five ten five ten to six two chisels and like a lumberjack I don't want you yeah I have this weird to like sometimes when I'm thinking about like my identity and what label I'm using I'm always like okay I'm literally into like any woman but like with men it's so specific but then I'm like okay do I just appreciate you on this like physical like you're just aesthetically pleasing level or am I actually attracted to you that I like haven't really pieced through yet that I'm working on but I'm like so far this just tends to be what gets me going so cool we're gonna stay here mm-hmm. but I don't like you all of you I re- how you look yeah <laughs> yes I really hate and I think it's something that like I not that like I have had to work through but this stereotype of like it's 50 50 like, that was something, especially growing up, like, I just assumed, like, if you were bi, that you 50% liked women and you 50% liked men. And it was a straight down the line. And I think it's so interesting how many people still really believe that to this day, that it's that and not a, it's not a, like, you can be bi and really appreciate one type of man, all women, or the complete opposite, like one type of woman and all men, you know? Yeah. And I think that's very, something that a lot of people have that stereotype about and like really buy into whenever they think of types of bisexuals. Mm -hmm. Um, For both of you, since you um, kind of identify as a bisexual, have you ever felt that? like pressure to have to explain or felt a stereotype that you were like okay that's not how I feel oh for sure when I first started having to come out people were asking me about my orientation because people don't ever ask me about the hours always get do you like men too oh I have to explain where I stood it was always the pressure of being like trying to rationalize it or make it acceptable be like oh yeah I'm bisexual and it's 50 50 some days just when I'm waking up some days I like women some days I like men but the older I get the more I'm like mm, that's not really true it's not 50 50 and that's okay 90 10 <laughs> like, it's okay it doesn't it doesn't disqualify my bisexuality it's, it's right like and then now the older I get and in my relationships I'm noticing that it's not even in that small sect of men that I like, it's queer men. Like, I'm not really attracted to cis straight men. It's like queer men. Yes. Mm-hmm. I will agree with that. I think as I start to think about it more, um, really the only, and that's why I tend to choose queer because I feel like I get boxed in by like so many labels and even pansexual. Like, I don't even necessarily think all genders because cis straight men, I think it would take a lot for me to date a cis straight man now only because I don't know that they'd really understand like my connection to this community um so I'd I'd prefer it to be 
someone to be a queer man and actually get why, you know, this is so important to me. Because I almost feel like if you date a cis straight man as a cis woman, queer woman, you get put into that box of like, oh, okay, well, you're basically straight now because you're with them. And it's so much harder to feel that connection because even from in the community, they almost like you're excluded a little bit, like because you're not queer presenting anymore. It's just odd. Like I've dated cis straight men and it's it's just a weird constant back and forth, especially like for myself, I'm masculine presenting. I would call it that. Like I like to wear masculine wear. Let me say that. Men's fashion statement. I don't care. I'll die on that hill. Men's fashion Um, I would agree with that. I they fit better. Like they have pockets and they all have pockets. Deep pockets. You get better pockets, I probably would be like, okay, we can go back over here. But these little two inch quarter inch pockets that can fit a lip gloss tube. I don't know what you're gonna do with that. And the material's so much thinner on women's clothing. I'm like, this rips like one go in the washer. It's like there's five holes in this. And also a t-shirt. I will down the cross of give me a men's t-shirt or a men's flannel over a woman's. Like I don't be tight on my boobs. Don't be like weird on my arm. Room in here to move around. so weird i'm like just i listen i i got muscular arms i need it to fit okay (laughs) you don't want it to be like constricted i don't like it weird but when i do date men that is always the the first question that we get is like oh so you got friends are you dating like what's going on with that and it's just you get those i get those strange looks because they're like well we're looking at you we're assuming you're gay but you said this is who you're dating and then it's that constant trying to reassure my partner like are you okay with what we're doing right yeah cis cis straight men I feel like this is a very general stereotype and I'm sorry if I'm being offensive to people but um I feel like there's always this balance of like making sure like I don't want to be too queer at you because then I feel like they the people that I've had in my past that I've dated seem to get insecure about that and I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't want to like coddle you like you're not a baby this is a grown-up relationship like I can be queer and happy about being queer and like fully in the community and date you but if you're insecure about that like it's not my job to make you feel better about that you have to do that for yourself but I'm just interesting thing that I have found that happens to me being masculine presenting bisexual is that men will approach me in my most masculine space air quotes around that if you will and be like, oh my God, you're so attractive, da, 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 I want to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, hey, cool, great, fantastic. And we hit it off. And then there's this, there's always this point in the relationship where they're like, okay, well, are you going to get more feminine for me? I'm like, that, that's not how you met me. Oh, yeah. So what other like stereotypes? So I feel like a lot of, so obviously I'm more femme presenting, um, in my opinion, I feel like I mostly just present like someone who rolled out of a gutter. But um, <laughs> I do like, you know, if I get ready, I'm wearing makeup, my hair is down, I wear clothes like that are usually from the women's section if I'm not just like wearing sweatpants. So I'm sure the stereotypes we get met with are different. So what are some that you have faced over the years as someone who maybe gets seen as more gay? that it is either a challenge or that they're going to flip me and i'm like that's that's just a real oh 
like men too. And I'm like, I do. And they're like, oh, okay. And you can just see it as it's progressing the, the notion that, oh, you think you're going to make me more feminine. And that's weird. Or because myself, like I'm masculine presenting, but I, I am very feminine as well. Like I have stiletto heels, I like dresses, like I, just, I got the whole makeup thing going. So when I do decide to dress it up that way, it's an immediate, oh, well, this was just a phase for you. Mm. It's really straight. And I'm, no, no, no. You're either straight or you're a lesbian. There's no in between. What I have found the hardest part is not even dating, it's dating women being more masculine presenting. That is where the biggest issue comes in because when you're dating another woman, you get, at least I've been put into this little box of, all right, so we met you and you were wearing a flannel and some jeans and some sneakers, so you're the dude. And I'm like, nope, we're, we're two women. If you wanted to date a dude, I'd recommend you go date a dude because you're going to be sorely disappointed over here. I I would like to interrupt really quick and say that makes me laugh because I feel the way I feel that way in the opposite way. A lot of times, like on my Tinder, on my Hinge, when people meet me, usually I'm a little bit more feminine presenting. Like I will be in a dress or, you know what I'm saying? Like, something a little bit more oh trying to show me your boobs it's fine um <laughs> but the more i get to know you the more i'm like okay flannels leggings like convert you know what i'm saying and it or chapstick be, lesbian is that what they call us i don't know um, <laughs> no one knows or like no makeup and it can get irritating because I feel like the last person that I dated made the comment of like, I wish that you would dress up more to go out. And I was like, I'm wearing the same thing that you're wearing, which is jeans and a t-shirt and like, I don't understand. And so I get that. Yes. Yeah. I feel like gendering clothes and making that like, I think there are certain people who get stuck. Like I only want to date femme women or I only want to date masculine men or I only want to date like femme men. Like that, I feel like that's a silly hill to die on. And I know we all have preferences, but like, I don't really care what you're wearing, but in what you were saying, Alex, about women almost having a more difficult time. Do you, have you ever had like the experience of your, talking to a woman and you explain that you're bisexual and maybe they had the perception that you were a lesbian and were upset or like confused or like kind of threw some like harmful misconceptions at you oh for sure I have dated and talked to a bunch of women who are like we're talking and they're like on board and then I'll make a comment about a guy that I've dated or something in the conversation and they're like wait what and I'm like oh I'm, I'm bisexual and then it just goes completely left and they're like oh I don't date bisexuals yeah okay cool, cool, cool. or they're like oh so you're just you're just a hoe I'm like hey, you don't even know me that's crazy yeah. i will burn your house down do you hear me burn it and it kind of it dampers the relationship because now if we're trying to date it's always that third eye of well, what are you doing i'm like i have not given you any reason not to trust me outside of this is my sexuality right I personally think it's weird. I'm like, why are you so hyper concerned about who I'm talking to or what I'm doing? Like, if I'm going to leave you, I'm just going to leave you. It shouldn't matter who I leave you for. It's just I'm leaving. Right. Yeah. I've explained this to people. I'm like, if someone is going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you because they're a cheater, not because they're bisexual or pansexual or queer or something. Like, it doesn't 
I'm not gonna, I'm not more likely to cheat on you because you're not a, you're not someone with a penis. I'm gonna cheat on you because I have my own insecurities and issues that I need to work through. It has nothing to do with your like genitals or me being unsatisfied with something you have or do not have. Yeah, I just wish more people, I guess when they see someone or know someone who's more mass presenting and they're like, oh, I'm bisexual. I just, I mean, I know we all do it, but I feel like that same grace we give for, I don't want to but just for standard lesbians, and you're like, oh, well, you're a chapstick lesbian, you're a lipstick lesbian. The same grace you have for people to have that fluctuation, it still applies to people who you meet, who present more masculine. Like, yes, I present masculine, but when you date me, you'll quickly realize I'm probably going to be in the mirror longer than you. I have more products than you. I probably got more makeup than you. Like, it's, yeah. it's those little nuances that I'm like, if you took the time to get to know me just because I threw on a suit today, mm. does not arbitrarily make me some grunge like a butch lesbian yeah like that's not that's not me and that's not it like i i I really don't identify with it and i always tell people like don't come here with that conception because you are going to be so upset yeah and i think people too i think there are people who are like really attracted to more masculine women or if if that person self-identifies as like a butch lesbian and it is, it is, then you're like, okay, now I have to face your disappointment that first of all, that's not always me. I'm not a lesbian. I wear these clothes, but I also wear these clothes. I wear makeup and I don't wear makeup. And I'm also not just like going to be the top at all times. Like this is, I'm not a service top, you know, things like that, that I think get misconstrued with like masculine stereotypes in our community. And I've noticed now, like the longer or the older I get, the longer I'm dating, like that is now my leading pitch. Whereas it used to be just let me get to, you know, you get to know someone and you just kind of figure that out. Now it's like in the first maybe two conversations that we have, it's like, okay, cool, you're here. But let me give you this whole list of things that you need to know. And then we'll see how you feel about it. And they're like, oh, that's a lot. I'm like, yeah, I feel like you need to know that upfront. Like I do this, 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 this. I'm going to wear this, this, this. Are you okay with this, 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 this? And I'm like, oh, there's like a little laundry list of things. Like, are you cool with that? Yeah, which is sad because I feel like it's, it's always a little more difficult, I think, even in the queer community when we're supposed to be so accepting, if you're not on this line or this line, and most of us are in the middle, and then it's like you're always justifying or, like, giving an exception or, like, okay, here's the asterisk, also this, and, like, having to defend yourself a little harder than you would if you were just like, nope, I'm a lesbian or nope, I'm a gay man or something. And I just don't, I really, it just really confuses me how everyone assumes that it's always the issue of me dating men. They're like, oh, that must be a real hard thing trying to get men to realize you like them. And I'm like, on the contrary, men talk to me more than women do. Men think and everyone I, likes them. It's not that hard. <laughs> like, they're like, well, how does that work? Like I, one guy, when I was on the bus one time, he was like talking to me, but I had my headphones in. I was like, okay, so you're just going to keep talking to me. So I took him off and he's like, I just go for He's like, hey, you know, can I talk to you? Da, 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 da. And I was like, mm, I'm not really interested. He was like, oh, you don't like men? I said, no, I do. I'm just not interested in you. He goes, oh, well, that's cool. I'm going to keep talking to you, though. Da, da, da. And I said, let me no. ask you. He was like, what's your question? I said, why are you talking to me? I said, we are, we are wearing the same outfit. I said, I'm pretty sure we have the same underwear on. I guarantee it. <laughs> and he was like, shrugs. It's what's up underneath that counts. I was like, hmm. That explains a lot. Cis straight men are not easily deterred. And I find like, again, I'm going to stereotype that group of people. Probably, you know, I shouldn't. But 
It's almost like so many of uh, queer people give that caveat, like, not cis straight men, because they do shit like that. Like, don't be so... Ugh. Ugh. But I'm not gonna lie. I get it. It's like, on the one hand, it's like, it was gross. But on the other hand, I was like, you know what? That was refreshing. You don't because, even yeah. care. What's underneath these clothes is, is what you're attracted to. So that is what matters. Refreshing. He was like, all of that doesn't matter. He said, your fit was nice, though. He said, where'd you buy that top? I want to get it. He said, but I was just like, this is great. You know what? But that no, could have been a benefit. Just like like girls in relationships are like, we can share clothes. You can also do that with the menu date if they're of similar sizes. I don't lie. I do. That's the fun part. I'm like, yes, I love dating men. I'm like, my hat collection is going to be A1. Yeah. It honestly, I love like men when I was dating men, like wearing like box, clean boxers or like sweatpants or like a bit like their big shirts. I'm like, this is fun. You're short. You're, you're, you're. Your sweatpants and your boxer briefs. Yeah, those might be missing in your hats. Now your shirts, you all are kind of big because I'm bigger men, so y'all you can keep those. But everything else, I'm gonna take. I for sure have taken things from the men I've dated, and I still have them in my closet and like wear boxers as pajamas. Sam's like, I, I just don't know. <laughs> this is a lot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like I just steal from my brother like his shirts and his hoodies and stuff so like just don't steal his underwear yeah no yeah. That's- <laughs> okay i have a confession i don't love men's underwear Ooh, like I have- they're so comfortable see i feel really i don't know like i wear i would say i wear a lot of tight jeans and tight leggings like most of my clothes like the bottom half of me is, I don't want to say pretty tight, but like I wear skinny jeans a lot. I wear, you know, Leggings. and I just feel like you can see them. Like I don't love that. And so like I wear the seamless underwear that you can't see. I just wear them to sleep it, or like around my house. I think it depends on what I'm wearing and the aesthetic that I'm going for. Cause I too, I'm very weird about like, I don't really want to see panty lines. I don't really want to see your boxer brief lines either, but it just depends on what it is. If I'm wearing joggers, like a tight fitting pair of joggers, I wholeheartedly like the aesthetic of like the underwear band sticking out the top and the little line, like a mid thigh. Yeah. Good aesthetic. But if I'm wearing skinny jeans, then no, because that's not cute. Right. I get that. I feel yeah. like, Oh, go ahead, Sam. No, I want you. I want you to go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Let's fight. I, I get that. And I feel like for your body type, that's probably super cute. But because I am shaped so weird, (laughs) it's not cute. It's not cute. Like, it's just not cute. None of what we, what you just described is cute (laughs) on land. I'm cute. Don't get me wrong. You are very cute, Sam. But those things, like <laughs> Sam's yeah. like, lower the computer so you can see how cute I am. <laughs> like, let's, not, let's not be confused here. See me, watch it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Like, yeah, I just stand by what I just said. That's all. Carry on. I feel I, you know. I feel that too. Like I get it. Yeah. How to dress. You know what looks good on you. I'm a strong proponent. You know what looks good on you. That's true. I feel like the message here is like, 
we should all stop assuming things based on how people present. Like, whether you yeah. present masculine or feminine, you don't know if someone's queer, you don't know if someone's straight, you don't know if someone's cis or trans. Like, just stop assuming and live your life and, like, ask them or, like, figure it out or be kind and, like, don't just, like, be a trash human and make assumptions and never, like, try to challenge yourself about them. It's like I understand why we have labeling and assumptions because in a world where there's always been a box, you want a place in your own yeah. place. It, it has a place, but also I feel like as a community or as people, we don't take the time to deconstruct that. We just leave it in the box and then we take this box and these labels and try to make it for everyday life, every interaction. I know this box is here for you to have a word to use, but we shouldn't perpetuate or you know determine how you navigate everyday life because these are clothes. Yeah. Agreed. I think our brains naturally want to put people into those boxes based on like our, our knowledge base. But like my, I read this thing on the internet like years ago and it always stuck with me. And it was like, whatever your first thought is, is usually what's ingrained in you, what society has taught you, what you've been taught. But then your next thoughts are like what you know, right. Your, your actual beliefs and your morals. So we all have that, that, urge to like stereotype or make an assumption or do something stupid or mean or prejudiced or right like but then like you're think that through and really challenge your own thought and why you're thinking that so if I were to see Alex on the street and be like that's a lesbian then I need to stop and be like okay I don't even know this person why do I think that like because she's wearing like a basketball shorts and a sweatshirt and a hat and like socks at mid calf and sneakers like very I just feel like I'm nailing your outfit right now (laughs) but like that would you know like we all have that I think it's it I don't know that we'll ever live in a world where we don't make those assumptions off the bat but we should live in a world where we then challenge those assumptions immediately yeah yeah well ladies this was a lot of fun yeah, it's so easy talking to you because we talk to you all the time. So, like, we didn't prepare anything. We're just like, it's Alex. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We'll just chat. Um, We do miss you, though. We love you I so much. much. You yeah. are one of our OGs. As soon as um they figure out what's going on with uh, COVID, we are meeting up and we're hanging out. Yeah, because yeah. we're not that far from each other. So, we could yeah. actually do this. Okay. Alex. Where are you in Georgia? Um, right now, I am in McDonough, Georgia. Is that close to okay. Valdosta? Macon? Give I like that you said Valdosta. Valdosta? Give me, give, me like a, give me like a major area that I would know. Because um, like my dad has a house in Blue Ridge, but that's way north. That's way north. I mean, what? Realistically, I am about because I went to school out in Statesboro, which is right about like an hour off of Valdosta. So realistically, I'm about three and some change from Valdosta. Valdosta. So from you guys, because because you're like what like northern Florida. I'm an hour and a half from Valdosta. Right. So you guys are like four or five hours away. I'm another okay. two and a half hours away, so I'm far from you. But Sam's like a really- Sam's a middle point. Yeah. It's not bad though because I've made that drive quite often into Florida so it's really not that bad I'm telling you I have two beds um I mean to be fair we might want to go to Georgia now because Florida's still a shit show so yeah 
Let's go to your dad's cabin when COVID's over. Honestly, we can. He always lets me go. It's just like, it's an eight hour drive for me. So you have to like take the time off because I'm not making that drive for two days. Oh, no. But it's really nice. It's on the river. We could kayak or like just hang out. We could take my dad's truck and take my kayaks. I have three. Perfect. So we're going to take some time off and then go to the cabin. Hell yeah. Now we just got to convince Megan and JG. We should also have an episode with all of us on here. It'll be chaotic, but it'll be fun. Can we make that a Patreon episode? Yeah. Because I feel like people would be in that. Yeah. And we'll just have like a structure and like one person will ask the questions. That way we don't. Well, we'll, it will never work. We'll still end up screaming over each other, but. Oh, hell yeah. Except me and Alex will be the loudest because we have microphones. And I will be like, this is me right now. Do you hear me? No. (laughs) All right, you got to find that for the next episode. But all I'm going to do is just wax poetic to Megan and tell her how much I love her. That's it. That's all I do. Same. That's what I do every episode. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's Sam's like, please stop talking about Megan. And I'm like, oh my God, Megan. (laughs) Um, It's okay because I feel like I talk about Casey all the time. So it's fine. Yeah. We have to confess our love to it's fine. Yeah. I do. I will say this. It makes me laugh because I feel like Megan is just like, oh, okay, like that's fine. And Casey's like, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for them to hear this again. Yeah. We all we always made it a whole episode without talking about him. So almost until the very end. So we, we really, we, we did a good job. I'm proud of us. Um, progress. Okay, Alex, remind everyone where they can find you on Bookstagram because you will be back soon. I will be back soon in the next week and you guys can find me at please hold underscore verbosa. And she's also tagged in the post I made about our January episode so you can find her there. Um, and be her- Don't let my life deter you. I'm awesome. Come, come hither. Friend. Yeah, and she'll respond to DMs even if she's not posting. So like- I do all the time. All right. Also, don't forget to write a review and sign up for our Patreon to get to hear more fun stuff. We Coincidentally, love- our Patreon episode is with Megan, so <laughs> come hear me uh, tell her how much okay. I love her again. Okay, cheers, queers. Cheers, queers. <laughs>